This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. So I want to start this week by apologizing for not putting out an episode on Monday. Hopefully you noticed. Um, But I have to say, I was feeling underwater for the last two weeks. And I'm going to be a little bit personal this week and, and authentic about the fact that sometimes the overwhelm of all the things happening at once can be a lot. And part of me was struggling to find the energy and find the time to record an episode and put it out there. And by midweek last week, after I still hadn't made it happen, I realized you can only do what you can do. Now, that's one of those things that's easier said than done. And I know for a lot of people who are feeling like things are kind of all coming together in these moments, Um, a lot of projects are coming to fruition, the semester is ending for our students, We're starting to see the country open back up, and so work is being done more in person. Just a lot of things are shifting, Um, some in subtle ways, some in really big, obvious ways. And I think it's really normal that a lot of us are experiencing this feeling of overwhelm. But the thing I want to talk about today is the fact that we can get so caught up in the idea that we are overwhelmed that we can actually drown ourselves in it. And... As I was sort of reflecting on my own issues with feeling like literally I could not catch a breath, I was reminded of this moment a couple of years ago. Actually, it wasn't a moment. It was it was what felt like an eternity. But we were vacationing in Mexico, and I've always had this, this sort of, I think, healthy fear of the ocean, although I don't know. It might borderline on unhealthy fear of the ocean. Um, when I was little, I used to have these reoccurring nightmares about being in murky water with these like really weird creatures underneath that were all trying to eat me. So it's possible that it's not really a healthy fear at all. But anyway, um, since I had kids, I never wanted to to sort of like project that fear onto them. And, and so I made myself get more comfortable with getting out into the ocean and playing in the waves and finding a sort of, you know, joy and fun in that experience. And I think over the years, I've done pretty well with that. But we were in Mexico and in a part of Cancun where there were riptides. Um, and I knew there were riptides, but I wasn't very far out in the ocean. And as I was out there kind of playing in the waves um, with Ray and with Nick, Sam was actually sitting on the beach. I got caught in a riptide. And in the ocean, what that feels like is you're caught in a wave that keeps crashing over your head. And no matter how hard you try to get out of it, you can't. And so I remember like literally this wave kept crashing over my head and it was tossing me like a doll. And every time I would try to come up and get a breath, it would crash back over my head again. And so I was just fighting this, this wave. And, you know, at first it was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Um, but then I couldn't, and it kept happening. I just like every tiny inch of ground I would get, this wave would crash over my head and, you know, suck me under and pull me under. And I started to feel this like abject terror in my body of like, this is happening and I, I, I can't do anything about it. Um, I just, I I didn't want to stop fighting, but I just started getting really, really tired. And it's just tossing me over and over and over. And at some point I I saw somebody pull Nicholas out of the the rip. So I knew that he was safe, but I could not save myself for anything. And so I'm just like getting tossed and tossed and I'm trying to breathe and I'm gasping and I'm afraid on top of it. So I'm not helping myself. And I start to think like, I don't think I'm going to make it out of this. I don't think I'm going to make it. And 
I was too tired to even really like let that register a whole lot other than I just kept getting pummeled. And as this was happening and I could kind of feel my resolve start to like fade, somebody yelled over to me, just stand up. And I was like, what? And I looked and and it's my husband who had been tossed in the waves also and having his own fight in the waves. And he was standing probably five feet away from me and the water was at his waist. And he's like screaming at me, Kim, just stand up, stand up, put your feet down, stand up. And I'm thinking there's no way I could be touching the bottom here. There's no way. I mean, I've been getting tossed and pummeled and I can't breathe and I'm like about to die in this wave. It can't be that simple. And yet, when I extended my legs, I felt the sand under my feet and I stood up. And the next wave hit, but it kind of knocked me over. But instead of like getting sucked into it, I was able to put my feet back down. And so... I found the bottom again and I stood up again and it was actually shallow, which was the strangest thing in the entire world because I thought I was like literally being sucked out to the ocean by this wave that was tossing me over and over and over. And I thought I was going to drown in a wave in the middle of the ocean, but I wasn't in the middle of the ocean. And in fact, the ground was within reach the entire time. So I put my feet down and picked myself up and like slowly (laughs) walked out of the water. And it was the strangest realization once I caught my breath on the beach. I almost drowned in three feet of water because I was so consumed by panic and terror and overwhelm that I didn't even attempt to put my feet beneath me and stand up. Now, in the moments that followed, and even in the days, there was no deep reflection about, you know, what this really means. It was probably more like tequila shots and thank God we didn't die. But but as time went on, the story would come back into my mind, most recently this past week, when I would start to feel this overwhelm or a feeling of, oh my gosh, it's all happening to me and it's just too much because it is such a good reminder that when we allow ourselves to get caught up in an idea that we don't have control and that we're just like literally getting tossed by life and shit's happening and it's just, whoa, way too much, we often forget the simplest solutions. And in my case, in that moment, it was put your feet down, stand up and walk away. And I'll be honest, that's sort of become a mantra of mine. Um, In moments when I feel really, really overwhelmed, I, I say to myself, put your feet down, stand up, walk away. Because usually there is something I can do to improve my situation or to improve my mental state or to make something more manageable. I don't subscribe to the idea that life happens to us. And even in those moments when it feels so freaking overwhelming or so out of control, we always have things that we can do for ourselves to help ourselves. And so I just want to share that with you because it has helped me this week kind of reground and find a space where I once again can put my feet into the ground, stand up and be like, okay, 
what what can go, what needs to stay, where do I need to focus my energy so that I'm not all over the place and incapable of doing the things I'm really dedicated to and devoted to. One of which is putting out this podcast, which I love doing. So one other thing I just want to say, um, kind of along these lines, I have been having a lot of conversations with people who have been expressing guilt, guilt over feeling whatever it is they're feeling, right? Whether it's overwhelm or whether it's frustration or whether it's, you know, unhappiness, what, whatever it is, the, the thing that immediately follows when they begrudgingly sort of share with me how they're feeling is this. They'll say, you know, I feel bad feeling bad because there are so many people out there who are worse off than I am right now. And while this is true, it's undoubtedly true. Your experience is yours and yours alone. And so you're entitled to your feelings. You're entitled to whatever it is you need to process. And you're entitled to not feel happy or grateful just because your life isn't as bad as someone else's. Comparing yourself to someone else can be an important measure for a reality check, um, but it can't be used to deprive yourself of the feelings that you have. The reality is we feel what we feel, and that's part of us processing whatever is going on in our life. So trying to quash your feelings and pretend like they're not happening doesn't ever really work. They usually just come back screaming louder in some other form. So what I want to say is wherever you are, whatever you feel, allow yourself to feel those feelings and work through those feelings without feeling guilty about having them. You don't have to feel any particular thing to be sufficiently grateful for where you are in life. And this is something I'm constantly talking to my students about. They have this feeling, this idea that they're supposed to be happy all the time and that everything is supposed to be good all the time. And that if you have this feeling, even temporarily, like maybe it's not that somehow there's something wrong with you or that you're not grateful enough for your blessings. And those are not mutually exclusive things. You can be very grateful for your blessings and still feeling sad or unfulfilled or unhappy. These things can exist at the same time. So don't beat yourself up for your feelings. Just feel them. Work through them. At the same time, you don't need to broadcast them on social media. If you're worried about how other people might perceive what you're going through, or you're worried about the sensitivity of what someone else might be experiencing, this is a great place to exercise restraint because we don't know what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes. And so keeping your journey to yourself and to the people in your life who are proven to be your support system is perhaps a better choice than throwing every thought that you have out there on social media for other people to consume. Um, of course, my thoughts about social media and Facebook have been well discussed in prior episodes. But but again, this is this moment where I don't think we need to be feeling bad for our own experience. I think we need to own our own experience, but it, not everything needs to be shared globally. So these are my deep thoughts for this week acceptance of like whatever it is that's on your plate right now. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like a lot of things are happening at once, put your feet in the ground, pick yourself up and start to walk. It won't solve everything, 
but it's a start. Last thing, if you're a college or graduate student and you're local in St. Louis, I'm doing a one-day workshop on April 10th that is designed to help you identify your strengths, discover what inspires you, and find out what happens when you connect the two. It's a really, really cool workshop. So if you're interested in that and you'd love to join me, check out the details on my website, boldlystated.com. This is Kim Valorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated.